Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another scintillating episode of Who the Hell Are These People? Our sometimes weekly, sometimes monthly podcast of conversations with some of the most interesting people you'll probably never meet. So hold on to your butts. Good afternoon, everyone. Today we have a very special guest for you. We have with us Eddie V. Porter. Now, you may never have heard that name before, but I know you know her as Fairbanks from Los Angeles, California, the very famous ASMR artist. And uh, she's going to explain to you exactly what ASMR is because (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, She is uh, currently working on a new album uh, in preparation for her first live concert. In fact, it will be the first live performance of ASMR in the world. So, uh, hello, do I call you uh, Eddie or Fairbanks? Uh, You can call me Fairbanks. You can call me Eddie. Just don't call me late for dinner. (laughs) 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 My old substitute teacher used to say that, and I take that with me wherever I go. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, no, that's a good one. I like that. So tell us about yep. uh, ASMR. I, I don't know a lot about it. Of course. So um, so if you were a scientist, you might consider ASMR something such as autonomous sensory meridian response. Um, if you've ever experienced it, um, and which most people have, unless you don't have skin, it's basically the sensation of, you know, um, one sense that doesn't quite connect to another sense, and yet it connects beautifully. So if you've ever heard the saying, like, Nails on the chalkboard. Yes. How a, how a nail on a chalkboard could give you the chills. Or how, like, a sound or noise can give you the chills. Um, if you've ever heard, you know, somebody singing beautifully, it gives you the chills. Or you hear, like, a really beautiful method, and it's like, it, it gets to you, and it gives you the chills. Like the That's sound of a shotgun racking. You know what's different for everybody? Yeah. Um, okay. I would say... I would say that gives me, that, that scares me. I was going to say it, it gives me the runs and then I want to run away, but that wasn't going to come out right. So, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> it never that does when of, you have the runs. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> true. So it's, it's this really wonderful experience that, that you have of one sense being so affected that it creates a, it, it, it affects another part of your body that it shouldn't affect. Hmm. So, um, in a good like way, a, though. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope so. Right. Like for tingling, relaxation that can come over someone when you watch a certain video or hear, or hear a certain sound or, you know, a, a speech, you know, by um, somebody that's motivational to you. Um, it can it can come in, in all sorts of forms, but, mm. but that's essentially what it is. Okay. And this is a relatively so, new thing? I'm sorry? Is this a relatively new thing? Well, no, it's been around as long as, as you've had a body. And I, you know, I would imagine. Oh, so about 60 years. And, and, and people before you, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> at least. Um, and it's been around since anyone's ever been born. Um, but we've been able to put word to paper to people hmm. um, as far as, as, as identifying what it really is. And I think that when, when we think of it now, you know, it still, it still stands true. You know, if you've ever gotten like, like goosebumps, sure. You know, for a good reason, not out of fear, not like a ghost is there. Right. That's not a good thing. That's not ASMR. Um, it, 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 it's being stimulated by a visual or a sound, um, and and feeling really good about it, okay. and feeling a sense of euphoria, relaxation. And what ASMR artists do is is we find mixed mediums and, and media to to show people and to stimulate their ASMR uh, from the privacy of our own home. Oh, okay. You mean actually uh, uh, like making sounds or is that? Um, not, audit, not, not from our own voices. Um, we have what I like to call um, an arsenal of properties. So I have this big box of things that make different noises. And I kind of always go to them 
And that's, that's what I used to stimulate my audience. As a matter of fact, the other day I was walking home and, um, somebody was throwing out a bunch of stuff. Uh, I don't know if you know, but, you know, with the, with the virus and everything, people have been throwing away a lot of belongings mm-hmm. on the street. And that's why I furnished my apartment. Um, um and so when I'm, when I'm you, walking down the street and I see disinfecting something like, things or, I mean, there's probably a reason oh, they're yeah, throwing oh, them away. Oh, of course, of course. And as a matter of fact, I, I, I haven't been taking in anything recently. Oh, good. Okay. Um, yeah, no, this was this was probably about two months ago. Um, so I found this great lamp, and so I took the lampshade off of it mm-hmm. because if you rub your fingernail up and down it, it's this really satisfactory sound and also a great visual. You just see the little twine mm. in the lampshade going. I'm not doing it right. Like I can't do what it sounds like, but it, sure. it's fabulous. That's and so I have this box filled with broken pieces, like some people will call it broken pieces of, of stuff. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's, it's my, um, my, you know, my treasure chest of properties. I gotcha. And, and that, I mean, that must be a, a certain level of expertise on your end to be able to identify things like that. Uh, for example, the lampshade. I mean, most people would look at it and think, well, there's something that somebody sneezed on it. It's got the virus. But you looked at it and you thought, you know, I bet I could make some interesting sounds out of that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. You can't walk around being afraid, for one thing. Um, or you can. It's up to you. But I, I do have a great ear for it and a great eye for it. But I do have also an amazing team of people behind me that help me find incredible pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, my My personal assistant, Mob, she is incredible at finding pieces um, and bringing them to me and letting me try them out. But she tries them out first because she knows really my taste at this point. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So she, she, you know, I, I, I found the lampshade and I can take credit for that because, because I saw something amazing. But she's brought me things like um, there was a, a, a broken bed frame and she brought me like, like two of those metal scraps. Oh, which okay. is excellent. It, it makes for a great, great video. It's really like elongated. You can kind of just tap on it. Tap, 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 the uh, buckle. Oh, <laughs> that is a distinctive sound. Yeah, I mean, I I was I was just going to cut the buckle off and keep that because the car seat takes so much space. But mm-hmm. um, people really, you know, I, I asked people, would that be okay? And, and my a lot of my fans are saying, no, we like the idea of there being an invisible baby. We need the baby there, and then you just do the class. We like the idea of it of it being invisible. Hmm. We don't want you to get rid of the baby. Uh, wait, I'm confused. I, I, I had a little communication glitch there. The what did the baby have to do with the? Oh, because because my, I'm sorry. Because my um, my dog's being ornery right now. Uh, my personal assistant, who I who I hired to go and find me new sounds and stuff, she found me a car seat. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. I misunderstood. Oh, no, that's okay. I'm I thought you meant like an it, actual, it, like a bench seat out of a car or something. You're talking about like a, a child's car seat. A, a child's car seat, yes. Gotcha. Okay. No, I understand. This world, this world is not made for everybody, so it's okay. I can Let me know if I lose you. Um, but the buckle of the child's car seat, you know, the buckling yes, in and the out. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I, I asked my fans because it was taking up so much space in, in my in my. Uh, you know, my properties cabinet, mm-hmm. I asked like, is it okay if I just keep the buckle? And they all said, no, I like the idea of there being an invisible baby. It makes me feel more comfortable. Like the world is better. Oh. And so I kept the, I kept the whole car seat and, um, it's just sitting in my, it's sitting in my properties closet. Wow. Now, do you pay your assistant? Did you say Maud is your assistant? Mob. Oh, okay. Now, do, no, Mob. How's that spelled? M-O-G. Mod. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. emoji. All right. Um, do you? Yeah, her name is Megan, but she, uh, but she prefers Ma. All right. Well, you know, different. I hope she's okay with me saying that. <laughs> well, just like you look, like, you like Fairbanks. You know, it's a. Uh... That's that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And you know, it's just it's you know it's a it's a she 
she has a wonderful sense of humor and and she said that it means something but i i actually don't know it's kind of like a little secret that she has oh hopefully it's nothing bad you know um it's her oh my gosh i just realized it's her initials oh <laughs> megan ophelia garcia okay that makes sense Gotcha. All I right. It was something cool. That Sorry makes sense. That. No, that's all right. I just thought I was thinking maybe it was an identity thing or a witness protection, you know, program or something like that. But uh, <laughs> well, it's not. Well, it's both It's just initials, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but she seems to be very good at taking things. So that's the. <laughs> um, oh, she's fabulous at it. Now you said, does she get paid by is like by the hour or by the item? I take her through many different forms. Okay. Um, I would say, I would say, you know, we are, for one thing, we are soulmates. Um, so, you know, she pays me with her time and I pay her with my love. Oh. Um, and she does get a percentage of the videos, as in a percentage of, you know, any, any video that makes any sort of like advertisement compensation, she does get a percentage of that. Oh, that's nice. Um, and... And I do pay her about $15 an hour. Oh, there you go. And does she get extra payment if, like, one of her objects appears in the video? Oh, no, that's that's standard. That's standard ASMR uh, royalty fee. Oh, okay. See, and again, this is something that's totally new to me. I really did not know much about it. And uh, I'm learning that there's quite an industry apparently set up around this, that there's, as you say, there's a there's specific industry fees and, and processes that you have to abide by, uh, what other sort so, of, so if you found me an, an excellent piece of something, um, and I say piece of something in that very way, as in it could be a piece of crap. It could be a piece of treasure. Sure. Um, we get to decide kind of if it has any value and if it does, then we are going to expect, I mean, we, we pay for it from you. Um, or like she gets a percentage of the videos, of what the videos make. But that's the thing is anybody can just find trash. Sure. Anybody can just find something off the street. What do you do with it? Right. If you don't know what to do with it, then you don't have any reason to expect it to have value. Mm-hmm. God put us on this earth. And when I say us, I mean me to give value to trash. The things mm. that people would usually just throw out and create beautiful, beautiful things with us. That if is- you can't do that, then that's my job. Gotcha. Call you if, if, if it's, you don't know what to do with the trash, call you. Is, is, is Within it, reason. I mean, yeah, yes. yeah, obviously. I mean, obviously. I've already, I, I would, I would be lying if I said I didn't already have a contract with, um, like a, a few particular trash companies in my own county. So you kind of get first rights of refusal. Uh, you can see the stuff. Oh, very in, much. And if you don't want it, it goes to the general trash population or whatever that would be. Exactly. I mean, people send me trash all the time. Mm-hmm. And when I say trash, I mean, I mean it though. Like it doesn't make a sound. Oh. Like you can't get a sound out of some of the things people send me. I gotcha. So it is, there's no beauty in some of the things that people send like me. Like an old say, rotten hey, make a video banana out of peel. Yeah. I wish it was that. <laughs> that would bring me joy. At least that kind of slaps around, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, or you, or you would find some sort of joy out of out of pulling the strings out of the peel, mm-hmm. but but no, people send me things that they're like, hey, put this in my, put this in your next video, um, you know, just poke at it, it makes noise, mm-hmm. and then it's not pleasant, and that's what uh... I would say is, is, please don't send me anything that you wouldn't want to see in a video yourself, um, uh... I'm, and and I, I would say I would say number three on that list is pets, oh, pets? past past pets. Yeah, people want to eternalize their pets, so they send these their pets that have passed away, and they're like, just you know, pop like pop it, and then it'll make a great video. Please, like it would mean so much to me. And I, I, you know, I, is what do I do at that point? So they wait. I'm sorry. Back up. <laughs> so you're saying basically that they some people have sent you like a, a carcass of of a dead animal, and they want you to dismember it or pop it to. I mean, they actually make that request. It's more about it's more about getting that last life breath out of it. Mm. So, so for example, um, last week somebody sent me their dust sound, 
And you sent the what? Uh, asked me to just a dot hound. Oh, okay. Dachshund or whatever. A dog. Sure. A little... I mean, you can say it like that. We're not animals here. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but they, but they sent they sent him to me, um, Maximus, and they asked me to rub his belly in a video and wait, dedicated let me, to him. Let me clarify something here. Is 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 Maximus alive? No. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just wanted to. I have only. Re- I've never actually. I've never received a live animal, um, and this was a way for them to kind of, in their own beautiful way, remember this animal, and and they wanted him like kind of eternalized um, through ASMR, and they wanted me to rub his belly, um, and I, I I I I couldn't, and and in the in the letter they even said like just just give him a pat, just give him a pat, but but the thing is like. These animals don't come with any air left in them. Right. That la- that last breath was gone on transit. And if, if I could leave with anything tonight, if I could spread anything out there tonight to my fans, it would be, please don't send me your pets because they're gone. They're yeah. not going to get anything. You're not going to get anything out of a video of, of them. If you didn't get, get a video of them while they're alive. Right. Don't send them to me to do ASMR with because if yeah. you're going to be disappointed and I'm going to get kicked off. Yeah. And and then, yeah, I mean, then, then are you supposed to send them back or, I mean, you're, you're stuck with all these carcasses. Um, what I, what I've begun to do is, um, I mean, at first, I'm not going to lie. I was totally overwhelmed. I just started burying them in the sidewalk next to my apartment. Oh, I was going to wonder uh, if you could make like a beanbag chair out of them or something, but uh, your your method probably I mean, I'm, smells I'm better. I'm an ASMR artist. I'm not. I'm not like. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Gotcha. I'm not going <laughs> to stuff them in a pillow. Like, I understand. I just. Thought... I know how dead bodies work. Yeah. <laughs> my my problem. My yeah. I I had to start. It was at first. It was horrifying, and sure. I, I understand what people are doing. But so I started, you know, uh, burying them in the the grass outside of my apartment and then and then I just I mean I have to say like I said the number of free gifts that people have been sending me hmm. the only one that trumps that is scarves 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 yeah scarves that they've shown uh, totally unrelated to the pet by the way not totally unrelated to the pet mm-hmm. um but I I have a standing cab now with my uh with California crematorium and then I oh is that right <laughs> Kind of like I have a standing cab with them. I can't pay for it. Like a frequent flyer type of thing. Yeah. Except it's, think, a, it's a frequent dyer. <laughs> I'm cremating these people's pets. Wow. I have 50 urns in my house right now. Hmm. But I will say this. I will say this. If you take the sand and you kind of, you know, do sand art, like kind of play with it, it actually does create sort of an ASMR experience. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that could be a soothing sound when you hear sand like hitting a surface or something, and and uh, it's it's not the worst thing in the world unless it's like that kinetic sand that's kind of clumpy. But I'm guessing I, I don't know. I've never touched. You know, I what's I, in I, I am not one for endorsements, but I will say California uh, pet crematorium they do not leave anything to the imagination. They do it right. They do nice. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm sure a lot of pet owners out there or that have utilized their services are glad to hear that because, you know, you always wonder, you know, did they really do it or did they just, you know, put them in the incinerator and, and then, you know, fill the thing with, you know, barbecue ashes it was or like, something. It, it, it is like little beads of sand at the beach. Oh. It's, it's, you know. And and any other people that have sent me their pets, I don't want to seem ungrateful. I don't want to seem ungrateful. I appreciate that, you know, when your pet passed away, you thought she should have it. Yeah. Send I, it to Fairbanks. This is a great idea. It looks but like people want to have our ASMR, and some things are ASM are not. <laughs> that's that's good. I like that. Yeah. So that's definitely an R not for the uh, the dead the dead pets. Yeah, I, I'm I. 
I just can't anymore. I don't have I I don't have faith. Well, now let me ask you this. You mentioned scarves. Is is that something, what is it about a scarf? Why do people send those to you? Oh, oh God. I And I hope I don't sound grateful. Okay, so I have this incredible relationship with my fan base. Um, it's been since the beginning. I've been doing this for five years. And as I've gotten stronger, my fan base has gotten stronger, I've been able to reach out to so many people. And, and these incredible people send me homemade gifts. Okay. I've gotten God's eyes, you know, the uh, uh, the little lanyards that oh, go right. on the popsicle stick. Mm-hmm. I've gotten um, lanyards. <laughs> I've gotten scarves. My, my house looks like I'm running a, a summer camp. <laughs> okay, gotcha. That's a good visual. <laughs> sure. I'm not. I'm not running a summer camp, but it looks like it. Well, with it's all the great. urns and scarves, yes. <laughs> With the urns and the scarves yeah. and the God's eyes and stuff. And I love my fans so much. They are they are everything to me. Without them, I literally would not be here anymore. Or not anymore. I would be here, but I would not be as as I am. And um but well, the one thing I, I I I got into I'm sure you already know this, but I got into a little trouble about two months ago. I uh you know, when this, this virus started happening and it, it started to escalate. Um, I heard, you know, all of these groups of people that needed help, like the homeless. Need, you know, there's nobody's being tested for this virus, and so many people are losing their jobs. And it just felt like the whole world is falling apart. And here I am. I feel so spoiled. I've got 60 scarves. Yeah. 60 scarves in my closet. Homemade scarves. Some are five feet long. Some are seven feet long. Some are two feet wide. Beautiful pieces, beautiful, beautiful, and I've I've loved each and every one like they were a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I I live in Southern California. I don't need. I live in Scorpion Village. I don't need scarves. Well, so, I'm sorry. Did you say you um, live in Scorpion Village? Yeah. Well, that's that's that. I I go between Scorpion Village and L.A. Um, but my family's in Scorpion Village, so I've been trying to spend time there as as we're all being quarantined. And, you know, sure. more fun to be quarantined with people than by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, or you know, social distancing with your family is, right. is okay. <laughs> no one's touching each other anyways. Um, but I ended up with these 60 scars and I thought, no one, you know, homeless, fine, okay, whatever. But no one is thinking about these dogs mm. at the shelters. Right. Um, so I took some of my scarves, some of these gifts, and I including like I also had beanies and mittens um, and I took them to my local shelter and completely furnished the shelter with scarves and beanies and, and mittens and stuff. These dogs and cats and turtles are going to be so warm oh, for wow. summer or well, they're going to be so soft, you know, they're going to have a place to lie down and, and cuddle up and, yeah. and be comfortable. And, some of my fans were very disappointed because they were like, that's my scarf. You know, that dog, I saw the video of that dog scooting and that's my <laughs> scarf on him. And I'm like, well, the dog needed it more than I did. And I, I feel like if you were a fan, you would understand there are lesser beings out there, beings out there that are lesser than, not lesser than us, but that need more than we do. Right. So you've, you've, basically given nice, you know, warm clothing to animals in need. I, I don't know why your fans would be so upset about that. I mean, they, they should feel really good about that. I think they wanted me to wear it. But how many I can you wear? I think they wanted people to have it. I mean, you know, it's 90 degrees down there 10 months out of the year. It's, uh, you know, how many scars would you wear each season, you know? Well, I do have a thing to where I do wear like two scarves a day just for fun. Mm-hmm. Two different scarves a day just for fun. And I feel like maybe the people that thought I gave their scarves to the shelter thought their scarves weren't as pretty as the other people's scarves. I can't, I can't be that person that decides that. You know, that's too, that's too high. That's a higher power that decides that kind of stuff. Right. But I know for a fact that these animals are sleeping on concrete and need scarves. And I've tried to give a scarf away, by the way. They were also upset that I wasn't giving them to homeless people. But I have tried to give a scarf away to homeless person. And he's like, I don't like pink. Do you have blue? And I said, no, I don't have blue. You can have the pink one or, you know, 
uh, politely, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I said something else. I can't remember what I said, yeah. but it was not, it was, you know. No, I understand. Uh, they were... it, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, I tried to buy a, a homeless guy piece of pepperoni pizza and he said, I'm vegetarian. Can I have broccoli? Right. And I was like, you can eat what I give you or you don't care. And I know some, some of my friends are like, well, you got to be nice to them. And I said, that, that's not what we are about. I'm about making music. Right. ASMR music. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear what you're saying. It, you know, I was thinking, too, just slightly off on a tangent, but you could take all those scarves. You mentioned the concrete down at the animal shelter. If you knitted the scarves together, you could make a big carpet out of them. And then the dogs oh. would have, like, oh, a whole wow. nice yes. warm floor, you know. You are great. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing about me knitting scarves together to make a big blanket for somebody. Again, like I said, they're not going to like the color. They're not going to like the texture. They're going to be allergic to the fabric. Trust me, that's (laughs) happened before. Um, They're going to complain about, like, you know, the yarn. Right. You know, when the last time this was washed, as if it even matters. And here's the thing, too. I'm not a sewing company. I get to sew. You get a scarf. And, or, or you don't. Right. I'm also in a scarf company. I do one thing and I do it really well. And I was just trying to do something nice and my, and, and, and it looks like it backfired. Yeah. And, and I don't quite understand how that happened, but I don't have to. No, some people just are, you know, they're, they're not very appreciative of, you know, when people do nice things for them and don't always. I would say many people are not appreciative when someone does nice things for them and they don't understand how good they have it. Yeah. How hard life really is for us. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it sounds like you've got a lot of stuff going on and I'm sorry that you're getting all these scarves mailed to you. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's probably a fire hazard too. Uh, uh, but I'm glad that you, how many scarves? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I know this is a a very sensitive issue for you. And I, I just want to say, you know, for myself, I really appreciate what you're doing. Uh, I, I really appreciate the fact that you're helping out animals uh, with the scarves. And I'm sorry you're having such a hard time with your, your fans. You know, it's, uh, you mean well. I love them so much. I love them so much. And I want, I want to keep doing music and ASMR. And I know that everyone is hurting so badly right now because of this whole thing. Mm. Well, let me I ask you this. That. I know, I know you're never going to say this yourself, so I'm going to ask you. I'll put you on the spot. If you had a chance to tell your fans, you know, what sort of stuff you'd rather they send you, you know, what would that be? Oh, I don't want anyone to ever send me anything except for love. You know, I want them to tell me how much my last video meant to them, and you know how it helped them through a hard time. And, you know, I feel like I've seen things that are, I've seen things even in my own life where I'm like, wow, that really inspired me. I wish I could give back to that. Right. And I want them to know, like, wow, I was so inspired by that video. I love that so much. I want to see more of them. I want to give back. Um, and and I, I, I guess, like, I'm just like everybody else. In that funny way, you know, like a girl, just just a girl trying to get by, you know, um, we're always just trying to keep the lights on. We're we're not a huge major corporation. We're just this group of people trying to make amazing videos to inspire our entire world. You know, um, some, sometimes we just, we just need like the lights on and, and, um, a place to do it. And, food to to give out to the homeless and sometimes we have some of it you know (laughs) i mean we have so many things that we want to do and and if my fans just knew you know the scarf is the gift that you give and you don't know what else to give right and so i guess what i'm asking my fans to do is to just think about like what does it take to do what we're doing, this revolution, this online revolution of of music and sound and multimedia. What does that look like? What would you need? Would you need a scarf? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. 
not in the top ten. What else do you need? Well, money's you always need... good. I hate asking for that. No, and it, again, I know that's not what it's about I want for you. Them to, I want them to know that. They they know that, and, and they've been so generous already for so long. I just want them to know that as much as they can. But sure. that's what it takes to yeah. create this kind of incredible artistic revolution that we've, we've started already. You know, and that's why, you know, we, we postponed the concert. Right. A lot of them already know we postponed the concert. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, uh, I, I actually didn't, again, I apologize. I haven't read the news in a couple of days. Um, so that's officially been, do you have a new date uh, scheduled yet? Or is it kind of depend on the virus? <laughs> it's so funny when you said, did you say dependent on the virus? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, did I move from the mic? No, there? no, no, no. That's funny. That's what I was going to call the tour. <laughs> what, the viral depending tour? Depending on the virus. Oh, depending on the virus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending on the virus. Like this great tour of depending on the virus. You know, it's, it's, it's something that everyone can kind of, you know, like appreciate in their own way. You know, we're all affected by it. Yeah. Um, so we, we have obviously postponed it. I'm not canceling it because it's going to happen. Right. And I will be the first one to do it. I'm not canceling it. Just so that some some nobody that popped up on YouTube during this quarantine time, who got like some followers, is just like, "Oh, cool! I'm going to go do the first live concert." No, that's still mine. I still have it. It's still mine. That's a good point. Um, uh, people are taking advantage of this to do you know hoard things and sell them and gouging prices. And and uh, you make a good point there that I, I wouldn't put oh, it past yeah. somebody to say, "Oh, that's not happening." Well, I'm going to go out and do it, and they'll bring out you know some sandpaper and a wood block or something, and and that's. <laughs> That's all they have to offer. Are you talking about sandpaper? Yeah, well, I meant, you know, somebody that doesn't really know, that's not a, a bona fide ASMR artist like yourself uh, that would just find something easy around the house. You know, again, a sandpaper came to mind just because Well, it no, makes that's us... her name, sandpaper. That's who I'm talking about. I don't have a problem picking a bone with her. Oh. Sandpaper, yeah. Yeah, she, just, she has never done ASMR for the last four years. Mm-hmm. She just kind of popped up out of nowhere within the last, Three weeks. Um, she was a travel blogger first, by the way. She went. She traveled all over the place hmm. um, on on you know daddy's daddy's golden tooth, right? The old golden tooth, and had all this money, and just started. You know, she she got quarantined with all this like really expensive cool stuff from all over the world, and started just banging some stuff together to make you know. And so, so yeah, I, I know sandpaper. Um, hmm. I don't want her to be the first person to do the first live concert because that was my idea. And I will make sure that I will be the first one to do it. Right. The and minute that they say that this thing is done, I will be the first one to do it. Yeah. No, that, uh, that sounds like, uh, again, you are someone that is recognized as a pioneer in this field and this uh, sandpaper person uh, doesn't really belong there and just taking advantage of an opportunity. Um, so, yeah, I think that's uh you have every right to make sure that, uh, I'm sorry, you said sandpaper was a she? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that she was, was blocked from doing that because that, that wouldn't be fair. Oh, no, she identifies as Pan. Pan? Like a, like a, oh. she doesn't, she and she does not identify as a man or woman. She loves everybody, or I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. I can't keep track. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, it's uh she says there's no such thing as an identity of your gender. It's you are a who you are. Which sounds like are. Popeye to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what you are. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, the but that, that's the one silver lining is, you know, a lot of these people will be kind of frauds, which I'm not competing against them because we're all artists and we're right. competition. Um, but I will say this, though. When the day is at its end, when this is done, I will be the first person to do a live ASMR concert. And I am opening up now because I know some of my fans were upset. We had to postpone the concert and they're not going to get their money back because it already went into stuff. Oh, like, Um, uh, like, like what sort of stuff? What do you mean? Like renting the venue and all that? Oh no. Just as in it already went into my account. Oh, okay. Um, so, 
so I mean, not- I've been I have been working on this show for a year and a half, mm-hmm. prepping for it. Okay. Okay. When I say it's gone into my account, it's gone into the account of the ASMR family. Oh, so, like a collective. It cannot be taken back out. Exactly. It's been collected. Because, and we're not doing refunds because we are just going to change the date. Oh, so, gotcha, gotcha. So they'll still be able, to, be able to come to a concert. Uh, it just Exactly. And everybody that's already got their tickets is going to be upgraded to VIP. Nice. No matter what you bought before, you mm-hmm. get to be VIP. Uh, you get to come backstage and play with some of the instruments. Wow. Um, and one of the biggest things that we're going to be doing is, and this is the thing that I am the most excited about, is we are going to be doing a huge contest where one person gets to come on stage with me during one of the songs. And before that, even before the show opens, gets to spend the day with me getting ready for the big concert. Wow. That sounds like, you know, somebody gets a chance to get up there with their idol and uh, and do kind of like a duet. Is that the idea? The yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, I'm, that, that's, it's the one thing I've always wanted to do. I've never met a one of my fans in real life. Now, will you have uh, a chance to like rehearse with them to make sure that you know they're not going to do something, you know, horrible? Oh, we'll, we'll be we'll, <laughs> we're going to do like a very simple song, and also most of the people that are are going to be there in the first place uh, will be very familiar with my work. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we'll, but we'll spend the day together kind of like, you know, together and go out to brunch, then, you know, go to the gym, then go to rehearsal uh, before the show, um, kind of like a day in the life of nice. um, one very lucky fan. That sounds yeah. very cool. It's That's going to be incredible. That is very cool. I, you made me think of something there, and it's it's a little bit off on a tangent, but still related to, you know, when you've got this kind of unknown person sharing the stage space with you. Um I, I was curious if you've ever been in a situation, you know, obviously not now because you're, you're you're an established professional, but maybe when you were first starting out where you took something that you thought was going to make a cool sound and it didn't and kind of people's response was like the sudden projectile vomiting or something and you just, whoa, that's not a good one. I, I was thinking about that if this person, you know, have you ever had that experience yourself where you just kind of misread what you thought the sound was going to be and, and the audience response was, uh, well, obviously not at a concert because it's going to be the first one, but you That's know, you a great question. comments on YouTube saying, you know, I threw up the minute I heard that or, you know, I passed <laughs> out. That's happened twice. Twice. All right. Uh, the first time was when I was 27 mm-hmm. and I was an idiot. I didn't care about anybody else but myself and myself. And I just would play any noise that people might think was interesting. Hmm. I have to ask. And I didn't you, care about anyone else but myself. I, I have to ask. Do you remember what the what the object was the, the that made the sound? But don't play it. <laughs> I uh, no no no. I, I I can tell you. I can tell you. I I stuck a carrot down a garbage disposal. Oh. Okay. And, and I. I filmed the whole thing, and uh, and I stuck a few items down the garbage disposal. I don't know which one got to people, but I thought, what a great visual thing! I'll just turn, I'll just throw stuff down the garbage disposal and put it on slow motion, but have the same sounds that the garbage disposal was making at the same time. Sort of a contrapuntal garbage yeah. disposal sound, naturally with a slow motion of it destroying what goes down it. I destroyed a carrot. I destroyed a uh, Treasure Joe's Blotworth. Hmm. I destroyed a eggplant. Wow. I threw down um, a plastic trophy I got from soccer when I was in sixth grade. <laughs> so I don't know which one got them, but I was just being reckless. And I broke my garbage disposal and I had to pay $300 to my landlord. Oh, boy. Um, the second time that that happened was when I was sabotaged. There was a time where I used to do videos out of my apartment with my roommate, Sassafras, and and I don't mind saying that too because because he knows what he did, mm-hmm. and I had a beautiful um, I had like this beautiful horseshoe that I liked to kind of 
like ding and I had it covered in glow in the dark paint. So when I would hit it with a stick, it would like show like little sparks off of it. Oh, okay. And Sassafras replaced that with a, uh, like a, like he, he basically just replaced it with a, uh, a pretzel shaped hmm. like a horseshoe. So when I would hit it, it didn't make any noise. It's completely embarrassing. Oh, wow. Um, and a lot of people said they didn't like how soft the sound was, and it made them more uncomfortable. Hmm, that's interesting. But that won't happen this time because we are on a 100% high tip. Um, our noises, our sounds, our our instruments, my my uh, properties, treasure chest, everything has been on extreme lockdown. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime show. Um, and the minute that we get the go-ahead that we can go do it, um, we, are, we will be... Up and running. Wow. And I can't wait to meet some of these people in real life because I haven't been in my house for like the last two weeks. Yes, yes. And I imagine this is kind of one of the few things, uh, one of the few jobs you can actually do in the house when you're stuck there. Uh, but I'm sure that doesn't make it any more inspiring when you know you can't leave. But, uh, now, it's, I, it's been really hard. I, I was. I felt, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I felt very like. Um, like uh, auditorily challenged. Hmm. Like kind of like writer's block, uh, block, but for listening. Thousand percent more worse. Hmm. I think I actually have an ear infection. Oh, you know, I didn't even think about that. You know, some people, you know, it's, ear infection wouldn't interfere with their job but with in your case that uh <laughs> that could bring it to a screeching halt except without the screech it's <laughs> <laughs> to say i just feel you know it's, it's, it's like everybody else i just feel totally kind of uninspired but yeah. at the same time i'm i'm you know i'm walking around i'm talking to myself in the mirror i'm i did my toenails the other day i'm feeling like a whole new person nice now, I don't know if this is true or not. It might just be a rumor, but did I hear someone talking about, uh, the first time I heard your name, I think it was in relation to, did you make like your own brand of like soaps and sandpapers and stuff like that that could, people could buy that, that make the exact sounds that you use in your videos? So in other words, that the soap has been specially designed to sound the way it does when you slice it or the sandpaper uh, that it's actually has, it's a Fairbanks branded product. Yes, 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 yes. Nice. So I took a moment, I did, I took a moment of time to work on, I don't want to call it branding because that's such an ugly word, hmm. but I definitely took time um, to figure out, I guess, how to get people this experience in their own house without without me. Because cause here's the deal. Any good business, at the end of the day, any good business wants to be put out of business. Hmm. Um, as in, I want you to be able to do this without me. Uh. I'm not going to be here forever. Um, I want you to take what you can from me and use it. Mm-hmm. And so I guess in that in that way... I suppose I wanted people to have that. Although I, the, 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 the problem that happened with that is, is I did not get FDA approved. Oh. So I was selling my own soap, um, that made these great crackling noises when you cut them open. Mm-hmm. I was manufacturing them. However, uh, they were not approved to one, be cut open and two, to wash anybody. Oh, okay. So the two things that they were supposed to do were considered, quote-unquote, uh, dangerous by the FDA. Oh, well, that's that's disappointing. I'm sorry to hear that. Do you have to go Thank through you. another testing process? Are you looking at other products? I mean, maybe you could do the the knife itself that you used to cut the soap. Maybe you could have your own Fairbanks knife. Uh, you know, I found, I, found that, I found that my best ideas come, and, and I think... I think anybody would appreciate this. My best ideas come when I do the least amount of work. Okay. So the least amount of work that I have to do, oftentimes, the better the idea is. All right. 
Well, everyone has different inspirations and muses, you know, and, and I think you're lucky that you found yours. Some people spend their entire lives trying to find that, and and you you hit on it right away. Well, it did take me some time. I I um I have had my share of challenges, and dare I say, I don't even want to call them failures because that's a negative word. I want to say maybe um, uh, setbacks and learning okay. opportunities. Learning opportunity, yeah, that sounds fair. But I know what I like to do, and I know who I like to be around. And what does my life look like in five years? I don't know. I mean, five years ago, God, what was I? I was nothing. Well, I'm sure you were something, but now you're just more of a something. Well, I was like a human, but what the hell is that? Like, who cares about that? Everybody's a human. And now I'm, you know, now I I found my way up to being something incredible. More like a superhuman. And and I I, I am only that because of the people that I have surrounded myself with. And I feel so, so, so grateful for that. Nobody gets to do what I get to do. And if they try to do it, they're going to fail because they're not me. That's a good observation. I mean, people need to, you know, it's... You, know, you always think, you know, as a kid growing up, you know, you're, you you see these role models and you think, oh, well, I can do that. I want to be that when I grow up. But it's got to be kind of frustrating for people that see what you're doing because it's going to be very difficult for them to be able to do that. I mean, it's it's unrealistic. It's uh, somebody could aspire to be a an astronaut or, a you know, a scientist or something. But and you can work towards that through the educational system. But to do what you do. There, there is no test. There's a, you either have it or you don't. And I think as we've all seen is that you're the only one that has it. And that's got to be rough for young people that want to emulate you because it's just going to be a disappointing journey. They're going to, you know, think because they can make some interesting sounds, but they're not going to have the following that you have. And they're not going to be doing the pioneering sounds that you're making, um, you know, when they realize how difficult it is to do that. Uh, Here's what I would say to all my my little lovelies, my little my little lovelies, is that they might feel like they don't have what it takes. We all feel like that forever. But the fact is, they don't know really me. They don't really know me. Right. And so what that means is they don't really know what they can be. Because if they think, oh, I can't do what she does. She's this way. She's so cool. She's so pretty. And and so her body is perfect. And she's so smart and funny. Like, I can't be like that girl. Right. They don't know anything really about me. And that means they don't really know anything about themselves because they could be that exact person. You don't know if you could be, you know, I say, go be an astronaut, go be a doctor, go be anything that has a clear pathway to being something specific. But if you want to be an ASMR artist, you better be prepared for a lifetime of it. This is not a career path. This is a lifestyle. And it's a rough one. And if you want to look up to role models, we're everywhere, but we're also hiding. This isn't my, I'm going to be honest, this isn't my real hair. Nobody's ever heard me say that. And I'll deny it till the day I die. Yeah. But when they look at me and they think, oh my God, she's perfect. Yeah, I am. Because I made myself that way. That's why I'm good at what I do. What can you be good at doing? Yeah. And, you know, every few years, you know, there's medical advances and stuff. There are ways that people can continue to make themselves more perfect. You know, with the exactly, you know, cosmetic surgery and and Botox and all that sort of stuff. It's getting to the point where soon we'll all be perfect, and uh, you know, but but ASMR is not about what we look like, you know. But but what I'm saying to those little girls that want to be something incredible, that want to be unique, is that 
you're little. Enjoy being little. Enjoy being young and being yourself because you can become anybody that you want to be the minute you get out of your parents' house. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good message for them. Uh, you know, you want them to start young. You know, don't blow all those, you know, early years uh, uh, when you have all that time to go out and discover what you want to be and, and what you want to do. I couldn't agree with you more. Well, Fairbanks, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to to talk with us here today and, and educate uh, my listeners and, and myself. I, again, the ASMR is a new thing to me, but I'm excited to hear more about it. Uh, I'm definitely going to Google you after we uh, get off the air here and uh, watch uh, some of your performance pieces. I'm really excited about that. And best of luck with the, the concert. I want you to keep me in mind. We'll, you know, let me know and I'll tell all my audience when it's happening, uh, you know, the contest, all that. Um, I will say, yes, don't, don't send Fairbanks uh, scarves or dead animals, but uh, anything else is appreciated. Uh, gift cards, right? <laughs> I mean, any, you know, like I said, anything to keep the studio's lights on. Yeah, yeah. That's our that's our thing. We're we're such a small, small, tiny baby business. Um, it doesn't take a lot, but it takes enough. It right. takes enough to take the village. And if you're gonna take the time village. to, if you're gonna take the time to knit a a scarf, just skip that and send her some surgical masks. Yeah, uh, don't don't buy don't buy scarves. Buy um, uh, <laughs> buy gift cards. Gift cards. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, don't buy yarn. Um, keep the lights on. Yeah, but don't send <laughs> lights either. All Something right. like that. Sounds Thank you good. so much for having me. And, and um, I believe that we'll be kind of closing out with one of the songs that I wrote for, for the upcoming ASMR concert. Oh, nice. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and hit it. I haven't recorded it yet. I have to send it to you. Oh, no problem. <laughs> I will incorporate it into the final edit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. She's got a cough now and a fever, apparently, so I'm going to get the hell away from this mic. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for being here and doing what you do. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. And don't forget to click the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss more fascinating characters who we managed to dig up here on who the hell are these people. Stay safe and stay six feet away from each other.